passage today comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 7 to 13. It is not everyone, however, who has this knowledge, since some have become so accustomed to idols until now, they still think of food they eat as food offered to an idol, and their conscience being weak is defiled. Food will not bring us close to God, and we are no worse off if we do not eat it, and no better off if we do. But take care that this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if others see you who possess knowledge eating in the temple of an idol, might they not, since their conscience is weak, be encouraged to the point of eating food sacrificed to idols? So by your knowledge, those weak believers from whom Christ died are destroyed. But when you thus sin against members of your family and wound their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food is a cause of their falling, I will never eat meat so that I may not cause one of them to fall. That's a, such a powerful passage. And here we see Paul talking about food offered to idols and ending the debate whether it's right or wrong to consume it. Today, though, this debate could be about anything, not just food sacrificed to idols. Paul settles this debate quite clearly in verse 8, saying that we are no worse off if we do not eat it, and yet no more better off if we do. What he says next can be seen as both guidance for the matter there and the matters which we face today. We see Paul ending it with a massive act of selfless love for his brothers and sisters in Christ. He would give up eating meat altogether if it encouraged and helped his fellow brother or sister in Christ in their conscience so that they would not fall. That's such a gracious and selfless act of love that Paul displays. For me, I see this not as Paul saying what we can and can't do because we're long past the days of sacrificial food. Instead, I see this as a question we should ask ourselves. We shouldn't ask, is it a sin? But instead, we ought to ask, would it violate the conscience of a fellow brother or sister in Christ? We're all at different stages in our faith. Some of you might be on the valley floor at the moment. Some of you might be on the mountaintops and somewhere in between. And that's OK. But we should all act on the words of Proverbs 27 verses 17, where it says that iron sharpens iron. So one person sharpens another. It's not a question of what's right or wrong, but merely what will help the other. We should encourage and strengthen each other, following example of selfless love that Paul demonstrates here. So I leave you today pondering over this passage and reflections I've just brought with one final thought. How can you be like Paul, gracious in love to your fellow brother and sister in Christ, both today and forevermore? Just quickly to end, we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and everlasting love. Help me today become like your Apostle Paul, being selfless in love, rich in compassion and generous in my acts. In your mighty name we pray. Amen.